Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we're your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we're stewards of the land, and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. Have you ever been to Stockton Lake in southwest Missouri? Well, if you haven't, you're missing out. Make plans this year to go, and I would recommend, highly recommend, that you book a fishing trip with Chris Nelson of Tandem Fly Outfitters. Chris, uh, I know you're sitting out in some cold weather. I'm sitting in a warm, comfortable office here. That's just the way it goes, son, when you're a fishing guide. You spend a lot of time out in the cold weather, weather of all kinds, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you know, it's, I, t- I tell everybody that the hardest thing to do is – is step out the door when the weather's cold. Once you get out there on the water and you're dressed right and you're catching fish, it's not that bad. You don't think about it. Uh, that's exactly that's right. And, I, hey, I would make a guarantee there because I've been in some pretty foul weather with you out on Stockton Lake and it's cold and windy and rainy. And, and boy, I was just – I was very thankful that I had good good gear to keep me warm and dry. And you're exactly right, man. Uh, other than almost getting blown off the lake, I didn't pay too much attention to that weather. We were catching fish hard and fast <laughs> yeah yeah it's it, it wouldn't have mattered how cold you were uh when you're when you're catching limits of walleye you're you're not worried when you're catching walleye every cast you're not worried about leaving you're you're worried about staying <laughs> exactly and, right uh, i think the last time we got into those walleye like that bill i think uh i think it was all we could do with to stop fishing and and it was it was just uh, by the grace of God that we stopped fishing when we did because we were fishing for one one more fish and once we uh, once we pulled the uh, stringers out alive well we we realized that we were fishing for a fish that we didn't need <laughs> yeah. we, had, we had already had our three limits of walleye so yeah so we uh, as by the grace of God we didn't catch another one yeah it, uh, of course exactly. we would have let it go but uh, uh, oh yeah. Yep, but you don't want to have them in a boat when you already got the limit, that's for sure. And, you know, it's just that that easy to make a mistake sometimes, but we do our best not to. But I got to tell you, Chris, as grand as that was, there was a grand finale after that crappie and walleye fishing trip that just floored me. And I still remember it like it happened 10 seconds ago. We went back to the lodge there, and your wife, Mandy, boy, she cooked up some of those walleye, and I don't know what she did, but that lady knows how to work magic with walleye fillets i know there was bacon involved and some kind of sauce and and i i'm telling you it was the best fish meal i ever had in my life and you can look at me you you can tell me tell i've missed too many meals in my life and i've eaten thousands of fish meals and uh i don't know if i even complimented her and told her that but that that was the most memorable meal of fish i ever had in my life i'll remember it to my dying day But I am I am beginning to forget though. I think I need to get back over and catch some more to refresh my memory. Yeah, yeah. I think it's time for you to do that. And and right now it's prime time to start thinking about that, Bill. We've got 
March first, we're going to be moving. We're going to be moving the whole operation from Palm to Terror, where where we come in the winter time. If we're we're faced with unstable conditions on Stockton Lake, we come over here and we stay for from oh about middle of November all the way to March first. And March first, we're going to be moving back over to Stockton Lake, back over to the lodge where where Mandy will be cooking for everybody again, and and everybody will get to taste some of, some of her cooking. And oh, that's worth it, a trip itself. I, I don't know what she. Yeah, I've had I've had more people tell me they come, they'll come back for the food as much <laughs> as they'll come back for the fishing. <laughs> well, they're both so superb. She, I can tell you that. Not, oh, just an outstanding job, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does a phenomenal job. I don't know how she does it, but uh, when she cooks for me, it, the smoke detectors, the uh, fire <laughs> alarm. But uh, and hope she's not listening to this. But that's the truth. When she cooks for me, uh, it don't really matter. But when she's cooking for customers, boy, she takes pride in what she's doing, and she she makes sure it's right. Yeah, and uh, you're never you you won't leave there. You won't leave there without uh, loosening a notch on your belt buckle, I can tell you that. that That's for sure, and you're really going to find out what your taste buds are, too, because they're going to stand up and take notice, that's, that's for sure. Well, Chris, uh, you know, moving back to Stockton there, I know lots of exciting things coming up. Maybe one of the most exciting times of the year for you, uh, because there's just so much going it, on fishing-wise. It is, Bill. It's, this is the most exciting time of the year for for all of for all of uh, our guides uh damon jeremy uh mark uh we we've been out here catching crappie all winter long and boy do we love doing it and 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 we find ourselves uh if we're out looking for a new school of fish or or we're we're doing some recon uh we'll try to throw some bass rods in and uh we end up getting on, and we uh, this year we've done it two or three times. We've never picked up our jerk baits or a rigs or anything. We we just once you get that thump going, you can't put that <laughs> crappie rod down, and we get addicted to it. But uh, what what happens in March um, all, from from about the first of March all the way to the end of April is the walleye spawn and, and what those fish do is they'll, they'll migrate from mid lake all the way up to the dam and the dam area. And we, we catch all those fish, uh, at dusk. Uh, we usually get on the water about 3 PM and, and get in position. And occasionally we'll catch a, a walleye here and there when, when everything's prime from, you know, that three to, five o'clock time period but whenever that tornado siren goes off at six o'clock in the <laughs> town of stockton in the month of march i call that the walleye siren and that <laughs> low light when they come in we're throwing jerk baits up in a foot of water and that's whenever you throw a jerk bait up where a walleye is wanting to spawn uh they want they want to just devour that jerk bait because they don't want it anywhere near where they're trying to spawn at and those and those males are extremely aggressive trying to protect those females 
and get any bait fish or forage bait or bluegill or bass. It doesn't matter. They're going to take a swing at them and take a swipe <laughs> at them. And there's just nothing. There's nothing like it. There's nothing you can describe that can compare to when you hit that day right or that week right or that two weeks right. We've we've had it go for from February all the way to. April 9th we've had we've had a season where it's went that long and we've had the windows last only two weeks not that you're not catching any in in between but it it can happen fast and furious when the water conditions are right and the current flows right through the lake and well, that, that and just, just a, that sounds like so much fun time of year yeah that sounds like tremendous fun chris that's not a technique that i've really really uh Got to fish before. I've caught some walleye incidental, you know, when I'm bass fishing, catch them on crack baits or stick baits or, or whatever. But when when that kind of action is going on, are you catching larger fish per se than you might throughout the rest of the year? Yes, we're absolutely one hundred percent, Bill. We're we are catching the largest fish, and we release more fish that time of year than than we do any other time of year. The, those largest females in the entire lake uh, migrate either up the Little Sock Arm, the Big Sock Arm, or Suns Creek, and then the the and, and but they where those fish are at, they close them off uh, in that feeding window. So you have you pretty much have to fish the the main lake part of the lake and the mid lake on up. All those the biggest fish in the entire lake. And I, uh, we probably catch, we probably catch, uh, 25 fish that are in that 25 inch range. Wow. And then we probably catch about, we probably catch 10 to 15 that are 25 to 27. And then we'll see, we'll see a few, maybe five to eight that are 27 to 29 inches. And then in, in 10 years of doing this, Bill, I've I've only seen three fish on Stockton Lake break 30 inches, and I've got uh, and none that I've caught. I've never personally broke 30 inches, but my clients have caught uh, a 30 and a half that weighed 10.4 pounds, oh, wow. a 30 and a half that weighed 10.8 pounds, and then we had a 31 and a half that weighed 11.27. So that's that's what you can expect during a spawn. We don't see that side of the fish throughout the entire year. Um, we catch a lot of eaters on, on later in the year that are they're just as much fun. But if you're after a trophy walleye, uh, the month of March, uh, especially the latter part from, from about the 10th all the way to April 5th, is when you want to be on Stockton Lake throwing a jerkbait uh, in those low light hours, uh, any, anywhere from, uh, mid, mid lake all the way up to the dam. And you're gonna, you're gonna hook into, you're gonna hook into some quality walleye. And sometimes, uh, the, the best night that I can remember, Bill, and we run three to 9 PM during that time period. It's a kind of a unusual schedule for myself. I, I'm, I'm usually in bed by 9 p.m., <laughs> but uh, those those fish those fish are low light feeders, and they come in at night to eat. And the best night I can remember, uh, we had a group of night nine people out, and 
uh, two boats and we had everybody, we had all nine limits in two hours. Wow. And our biggest fish that night was 29 inches. Oh, and we actually had, we actually had two 17 inch females that were, or two 17 inch males that were hooked on the same, same jerk bait. One was on the front hook. One was on the back hook that had to be a battle uh, it just was one of those (laughs) well it it, well it was deceiving i I won't say it was a battle it was very deceiving we thought the fish was a lot bigger than what what they were but if you combine the 17 and 17 that's a pretty good size that's pretty good size well chris do you beef your equipment up when you're throwing those stick baits like that and looking for those little bit bigger walleye what kind of gear are you using for those uh, we're mostly using the medium action spinning rod with eight pound floor or monofilament, either one. It kind of depends on how deep you need to get your bait. Uh, we, we've, we've noticed that, uh, the mega basses definitely, um, provoke more strikes. They've got more reflective quality in the bait. Uh, when they paint the bait, it's got more more uh just it's really enticing when you're letting it suspend for 10 to 15 seconds which seems like a lifetime when you're sitting there uh waiting to jerk that bait again but a lot of time to provoke that strike you you have to let it sit there uh because what you're trying to do those fish aren't actually hungry they're attacking it to get it out of the area and the longer it's in in that fish's area uh, the more it's going to provoke them. And when you have the reflective qualities of, of the mega bass, um, it just it seems to amplify uh, that instinct inside of them. To, it triggers that strike where they're, they're going to take a swat at it, whether they're in a negative mood or a real aggressive mood. doesn't really matter. They're, they're going to take a swat at it. But the downfall to the mega bass jerkbaits is they're, bills are very brittle and we're throwing up in one to three foot of water when we're casting and we break off a lot of a lot of bills and <laughs> I, one year i had i had 12 broken bills on my dash that were oh. all mega bass oh, and my. if anybody knows anything about mega bass they're they're twenty four, twenty five dollars a piece. Wow! No matter how you slice them, so I'd be figuring out some way to repair oh those God. rascals. <laughs> For sure. Well, I, I've tried about, I've tried about <laughs> everything. That, that, uh, they just have to break I, out a twenty five dollar bill. <laughs> well, Chris, man, it's been some well, gr- great information. But I know that uh, March is just going to be phenomenal at Stockton Lake. Well, you, you keep an extra bed available there, or cot, or ten, or something, because I am going to make it over in early March and, and get that done. And hey, besides that, I want to see that sweet, pretty wife of yours and those two beautiful children of yours. What a great family. You guys work hard and uh, certainly know what you're doing. Well, Chris, tell people how they can get a hold of you. So if, hey, if they want to try to get in ahead of me and catch some of those crop in walleye. <laughs> yep. Well, the best way to get a hold of me is on my cell phone, and that is 417-839- two seven six two uh a lot of times i'm on the water i can't answer the phone uh and and my voicemail box fills up very quickly uh and my wife is a lot more efficient uh than i am on staying on top of things so if uh you try to call me can't get a hold of me uh feel free to send us an email at tandem 
flyoutfitters at gmail.com. And that's all lowercase. Um, and my wife will get you taken care of ASAP. And if you guys are on social media, uh, you can send us a message on Facebook. Uh, I, it seems like for whatever reason, those Facebook messages come right through. I can hear that ding. Uh, whereas my phone calls on the lake, a lot of times I, I've got body service and it's hard for me to stay on top of, uh, the phone call. So, uh, if you have Facebook, I would encourage to encourage you to try to message us through there if you can't get me on the phone, but, um, the email address will get you, get you there for sure. So, uh, sure. Hope we can get, get, uh, any and all of you out on the water and especially you, Bill, we've had, we've had some good times over the year and years and, uh, we've, we've just, uh, we've just, uh, we've got a great bond in, in the, uh, outdoor world and, we we've got we got a lot in common so we got a lot of stories oh we certainly do and i tell you what chris uh i look at that like this buddy we're just living the dream and folks uh that was chris nelson with tandem fly outfitters over on stockton lake do get a hold of this guy if you love fishing you love crappie fillets walleye fillets man this is a place to go it has rapidly since i've known chris over the last three or four years become my absolute favorite lake in the state of missouri hey i'm bill cooper and this has been the living the dream outdoors podcast the living the dream outdoors podcast is brought to you by living the dream outdoor properties cowtown usa alps outdoors scenic rivers taxidermy and the fly rod journals land ownership is the american dream land is the basis of all life our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our american way of life At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm, we live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe that it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.